Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Drew. My goodness, there is so much to cover concerning this coronavirus. It's time that we take it serious. Uh, we're not getting the news that we should be concerning this. And that is why you have got to find homes that you trust for alternative news. And here at the Zach Drew Show, we want to be one of those places that you go to each and every week. On today's program, little bullet points here. These are the things that we're going to be discussing. One, the leaked numbers and how they were briefly released from China, illustrating the actual death toll, which is staggeringly higher than what is actually being reported from the World Health Organization. 5G, fifth generation wireless technology and its connection to the coronavirus. Also, how this virus will affect the world economy and how it could even bankrupt insurance companies here in America if, if it comes over here, and I'll explain that to you. Uh, another thing is research is suggesting, as you've heard probably, that this virus could actually be a bioweapon or even a botched vaccine experiment. Uh, we're also going to be covering if that wasn't enough. We're going to be going through some firsthand accounts that have leaked from China to illustrate the true severity of this situation. And where the heck is Xi Jinping? I look over here at my at, at my editor and, and co-host. He wears many hats. He's just out of the shop. Where the heck is Xi Jinping? This man loves the press. He loves media. He's a lot like Donald Trump, except for I like Donald Trump because he's not a communist, okay? But President Xi Jinping, the leader of China, the communist dictator, the ruling, uh, the, the ruling man in China, he loves the press, he loves media, and he's gone. No one can find the man. Where the heck is he? Listen, and, and, and maybe even by the end of this broadcast, hopefully he makes an appearance because people are talking. Mainstream media outlets are saying, where's the president? Your country's on fire and no one can find you. What is going on? He has missed every single one of his regular uh, scheduled media appointments. This is totally not his mode of operations. This is not his MO. Something's going on. There's even speculation that he has put himself, his his the leaders around have, have put him in a, a, a self-quarantine, a bunker. Listen, gee, come on out. The world's got to hear from you. Your country is on fire. Oh, my goodness. The government is not telling us the truth of what's really happening. Just like in this book, The Great Influenza by John Barry. My goodness, please, you have got to get this book. We're going to be talking about these things on the broadcast today. But first, I want to think Janet, Cheryl, and Newt. Those three people, they became monthly recurring partners of this ministry. And every single time I get a little notification like that, I'm just thrilled that God's people want to stand with us. Our, our vision here for this ministry is huge. It really is. Go and read. I ca I've cast the vision on previous broadcasts. This is not some new thing. This is something that the Lord has put within my heart since I was 17 years old. And the only way that we're going to be able to do this, we couldn't do it without God. 
and without his faithful people standing with us. The covering of the Zach Drew Show, I named it IGBY, which stands for I Go Before You, a promise that God gave to Joshua in Deuteronomy 31. Whenever he was commissioned to lead that wandering generation into the promised land. Today, that promised land is Jesus. Amen. Listen, before we get into it, one more quick thing. My family had quite the week this week. Um, my wife and I, Alyssa, our little baby girl, Anessa, 18, 19 months now. And as you know, my wife is pregnant. We're expecting a baby boy in June. We had an incredible week this week. Uh, we went down to Southern Missouri and we were able to tape six different shows of the Jim Baker show, which was really awesome. It was like a, a little reunion. It was incredible. As many of you know, I was actually Pastor Jim's co-host for seven and a half years. And uh, so it was just really cool uh, going down there. Those shows that I filmed with Pastor Jim alongside Derek and Sharon Gilbert of Skywatch TV. Love them. Really got to connect with them um, on more than just a surface level this week. And my gosh, I love those people. And there's, there's more to come with Skywatch TV. Okay. So there, with even maybe some things here, well, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but there is some things there. If you want to watch a Jim Baker show tapings, we did six of them. Uh, they're going to start Wednesday, February 12th, 13th, 14th on all the Christian networks. Um, and then they're going to be picked back up after that weekend on the 17th, 18th, and 19th of February. We also got to do a taping with Derek Gilbert for Skywatch TV's 5 and 10, which was so much fun. Uh, two tapings with Lori Baker on her brand new show, Life with Lori, on the Christian Network's awesome. And we did a taping with my friend uh, Mondo Della Vega on his show. It's been an incredible week. Uh, so much is happening at the ministry. Partner with us. Go to the Zach Drew Show. Click tightly. PayPal. Monthly recurring. We couldn't do it without you. Let's get into the news. Come on now. Preach somebody. All right. First off, set the stage. Mass censorship. Not telling you anything you don't know. We covered this last week. I'm just going to read the headline. Coronavirus cover-up begins. China threatens social media users. China is. With seven years in prison for reporting pandemic news that doesn't parrot the official stories. It is so difficult to get what's happening there because China has cracked down on the social media platforms. Seven years in prison people are getting if they don't parrot what China wants them to say. Same thing here in America. Thanks, Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter, completely silencing one of the best news outlets covering this virus is Zero Hedge. Incredible. There zero hedge. There's no hedge. You go right through to the source. And I'm telling you right now, listen, you need to go to zero hedge all the time. It's the new Drudge Report. There's a lot of speculation that Matt Drudge, as of December, is no longer there. Okay. There has been speculation that he sold it because Drudge Report, you're seeing a lot more left-leaning news on Drudge Report. It's about half and half. It's 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 they're trying to be more in the middle, and I don't like it. I want to hear my conservative news. Go to Zero Hedge. It's incredible. Jack Dorsey silenced them. He literally suspended their entire account on Twitter. This is messed up. 
But this is what we have learned from the great influenza that the government does not tell the truth. The greatest lesson on page 459, it says this, on a larger scale and far more difficult will be getting governments to tell the truth about the disease. This is perhaps the biggest lesson of 1918, and it is a lesson not yet learned. A hundred million people died. One fourth of the world was infected with this thing, and governments didn't tell the people because they didn't want to hurt morale. It was during the time of the, uh, of the World War I, the Great War. And let's talk about Facebook. Facebook is censoring. Facebook has now announced that they're going to be using uh, their fact-checking third-party affiliates to fact-check what is truth and what is not truth on their media platform. The problem is, I probably don't agree with them. I don't know who these fact-checkers are, right? Like, they're literally going to be saying what the truth is, and they're going to deem what the truth is. Come on, people. Wake up. Censorship is everywhere. Did China's Tencent accidentally leak the true terrifying coronavirus statistics? Tencent, okay? Tencent is a Chinese multinational investment holding conglomerate. Tencent is one of the world's largest video game companies, one of the world's most valuable technology companies. Their companies are different in China. They, they kind of put all these things together. It's more easy for the government when they're all in one place. One of the world's largest social media companies and one of the world's largest venture capitalist firms and investment corporations. This is Tencent. And understand this is communist China. So communist China uses these companies. Did China's Tencent accidentally leak the true terrifying coronavirus statistics? The biggest hit to the narrative in China's officially reported epidemic numbers came overnight when a slip-up in China's Tencent may have revealed the true extent of the coronavirus epidemic on the mainland. And it is nothing short than terrifying. As the Taiwan Times reported over the weekend, Tencent seems to have inadvertently released what is potentially the actual number of infections and deaths, which were astronomically higher than the official figures. According to the state report late on Saturday evening, Tencent on its webpage titled Epidemic Situation Tractor, Tracker showed confirmed cases of novel coronavirus, 2019 NCOV, the official name of the World Health Organization for this virus, in China as standing at 154,000. That's 10 times the official figure at the time. Let's skip down. I wanted that, that last bold right there. That's what I want. The death toll listed was 24,589. Vastly higher than at the time of this publication, the death toll that was, the official death count was 300. Now I think it's, it's gotta be about over 600. So naturally, if this isn't happening in exponential form, we're probably somewhere at over 50,000 dead. Let that sink in. And it could be a lot more than that. This was not the first time Tencent has done this. As Taiwan Times notes, Chinese citizens have noticed that Tencent has on at least three other occasions posted extremely high numbers only to quickly lower them to the government-approved statistics. There's a leaker at Tencent, and I applaud you, whoever that is. There's clearly two sets of numbers, and we're not being told the story. Something to illustrate that this is accurate 
That's from Daily Star. Wuhan coronavirus crematoriums working 24-7, burning 100 bodies a day, insider claims. A worker at a funeral home in Wuhan has reportedly made the disturbing claims as Chinese authorities have insisted the official death toll remains at just under 500 as this was being reported. Workers are reportedly working flat out and without break as they are constantly sent the bodies of victims. It is claimed that they have burning, been burning 100 bodies every day since January 28th. One insider who is said to work at a funeral home in Wuhan has reportedly revealed the long working hours to deal with the surge of coronavirus deaths. So understand, this is since January 28th, 100 bodies a day. Do the math. But what you need to understand, it is not referring to just one crematorium. It's referring to them all. And each crematorium can only do 100 bodies a day. And this article is saying it is because of the surge of the coronavirus. Hundreds and hundreds of people are being, well, they're being made into ash every day. And, and that was actually uh, the state. China actually made that happen. They, that you can no longer have a burial. You can no longer have that type of funeral in China right now. They have, they have temporarily banned it. And uh, this is the only way that you can be buried is through a crematorium. It comes after Chinese state media issued a decree banning funerals and demanding near instant cremation for victims. Listen to this line. Identified only as Mr. Uh, Yoon, he said 90% of our employees are working 24 hours, seven days a week. We couldn't even go home. People are sleeping at the crematoriums. They're said that there's actually a fog over these areas because the crematoriums are being so burdened. Let's get to the next topic. 5G. What does 5G have to do with the coronavirus? Listen, I'm a technology guy. We could spend an hour or two on what is 5G, okay? We've done it in the show's past. Go and check them out. But the very, very simple version of what is 5G. 5G stands for fifth generation technology. In your little phone over the last 20 years, it might have went to 3G in the top. Then it's 4G. And now if you're in a major city, it might be 5G. They say it's 5G. That's speculative. 5G is fifth generation technology. I believe it's the fuel of the fourth industrial revolution. It's the gas. It's the lining of the veins of what's to come. The life of a creature is in the blood and the creature that this technology is building, what is lining its veins, what is its blood is 5G. It's much different than 2, 3, and 4G. 5G has the potential of being 20 times faster than 4G. All right, Zach, why, why are you talking about this? Why should we be worried about 5G? And I'm going to get to how it's connected to the coronavirus. There are many groups collaborating on this effort to try to warn people. One of those groups is called the International EMF Alliance. All right, these aren't just some Joe Schmoes off the street. Stay with me. This is important. 220 scientists and doctors from 41 nations. Each of them has published peer-reviewed research on biological or health effects of non-ionizing radiation, including extremely low frequency fields, ELF, used for electricity or radio frequency radiation. Don't lose me. This is important, which is RFR, used for wireless communications. They have all come into agreement. This is just one group. There are tons throughout the world that have been publishing these things. They have all come in agreement that wireless radiation can cause cancer, neurological problems, reproductive harm, and a weakened immune system. 
a weakened immune system, making you more susceptible to things like virus and disease. Where do you think the very first city in all of China, China's huge, in all of China where 5G was rolled out? Can you take a guess? Can you take a guess on what was the rollout city for 5G? If you've guessed Wuhan, ground zero for this coronavirus, you're right. And the mobile giants, they want to cover the entire world in 5G. World economy. How could this affect the world economy? Understand that there could be up to 16% of China's population that is currently quarantined. And think about that for a second. Where does everything come from? Everything that you see is basically made in China. So when 16% of the population is quarantined, the factories themselves are shut down. What is that going to do? It is absolutely 100% going to affect the world's supply chain for manufacturing goods. So there's that to keep in mind. And on the personal side, I was listening to one man on, uh, well, not going to, I was listening to one man talk about this particular issue the other day. And he was saying that to treat a victim in the United States with coronavirus, it's over $100,000 a person. Think about you got you've got to segregate them. You've got to quarantine them in special places. But even besides that, you're looking at nearly $100,000 for at least 14 days of I of an, an ICU bed, okay, of around the clock care, $100,000 per person. That means for every 10 cases in America, it's 1 million. For every 1,000, it's a billion. So how could this bankrupt the insurance companies? Most of our insurance as I was listening to this particular person who was saying, and I agree, I mean, I have insurance. Listen, they only cover a certain amount of money. Once you hit that, you've got to cover the rest. The average American would not be able to foot that bill. So who's going to, who is, who's going to foot that bill? Is it going to be the hospitals? I don't think so. Maybe some, it's going to be the insurance companies. And if one fourth of the world would be infected by this, if this would be like 1918, where just, let's say, a few million people died from this in America, then you're literally looking at trillions of dollars. It would bankrupt our insurance companies. It would literally cause an economic crash of our system if it would spread to America. Another uh, really quick report uh, that's not within the bullet points that I listed. Chinese doctor Li Wenlang, as you probably saw, uh, he was one of the eight whistleblowers who tried to warn medics of the outbreak, but was instead punished by the police. It was reported that he has died. Okay, and just let that sink in, read between the lines, what that possibly could mean. He has died. They say that he contracted the virus. And then, literally a couple hours later, as this was spreading on mainstream media outlets, the Chinese state government said, no, 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 he's still alive, people. He's still alive. It's unreal what's taking place. Bioweapon. This is an important one. This is talking about Dr. Francis Boyle, creator of the U.S. Bio Bioweapons Act says coronavirus 
is a biological warfare weapon. Francis Boyle is a professor of international law at the University of Illinois College of Law. He drafted the U.S. domestic implementing legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention, known as the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989, which was approved unanimously by both House and U.S. Congress, by both houses and U.S. Congress, and signed into law by President George H.W. Bush. In an exclusive interview given to Geopolitics and Empire, Dr. Boyle discusses the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan, China, and the BSL-4 lab, from which he believes the infectious disease escaped. We all believe that now. He believes the virus is potentially lethal and an offensive biological warfare weapon or dual-use biowarfare weapons agent genetically modified with gain-of-function properties, which is why the Chinese government originally tried to cover it up and is now taking drastic measures to contain it. And then he says this, the Wuhan BSL-4 lab is also a specially designated World Health Organization research lab. And Dr. Boyle contends he believes that the World Health Organization knows full well what is occurring. Media doesn't tell the truth. It doesn't tell the truth. Have we not learned anything? History is repeating itself. The media never told the truth. Let me read some quotes from the Great Influenza. Page 335. As terrifying as the disease was, the press made it more so. They terrified by making little of it, for what officials in the press said bore no relationship to what people saw, touched, smelled, and endured. People could not trust what they read. Page 336. The Bronxville, New York Review Press and Reporter simply said nothing at all about the influenza. That's how they dealt with it. Absolutely nothing. Fear. That was the enemy. Yes, fear. And the more officials tried to cover it, control it with half-truths and outright lies, the more the terror spread. Page 179. Those that controlled the war's propaganda machine wanted nothing printed that could hurt morale. Two physicians stated flatly to newspapers that the men had not died from influenza. They were lying. You know, it's just like they went on with, with life as normal. Theaters, you know, going down to the saloons, uh, parades. Listen to this story. On page 205 and 208, 208, it says this. On September 28th, a great Liberty Loan parade designed to sell millions of dollars of war bonds was scheduled. Weeks of organizing had gone into the event, and it was the greatest parade in Philadelphia history, with thousands marching in it and hundreds of thousands expected to watch. Several doctors, though, practicing physicians, public health experts at medical schools, infectious disease experts, urged Krusen, who that was the director of the Philadelphia Department of Public Health and Charities, urged him to cancel the parade. It was going to spread the disease. People were going to die. There was public, uh, they, they tried to generate public pressure to stop it, telling newspaper reporters that the rally would spread influenza and kill. No newspaper quoted his warning. Such a comment might, after all, hurt morale. So he demanded of at least one editor that people print his warning that the rally would bring together, quote, a ready-made inflammable mass for conflagration, and the editor refused. And because of that, in Philadelphia alone, tens of thousands of people died. Could this be, in addition to possibly a bioweapon, 
a botched vaccine experiment. That is what James Lyons Wheeler thinks. P-Shuttle SN sequence proves the coronavirus pandemic was definitely engineered in a lab. As detailed by James Lyons Wheeler, PhD founder of the Institute of Pure and Applied Knowledge and author of 57 peer-reviewed publications, said this, An analysis of the gene sequence for the coronavirus finds a peculiar sequence called P-Shuttle SN. This sequence is the remnant of a genetic engineering sequence that uses used to insert genes into viruses and bacteria. It provides irrefutable open source proof that the coronavirus now circulating in the wild was engineered in a laboratory. Every lab that has the gene sequence can see this for themselves. It's right out in the open, which is why we described this revelation as open source. This gen uh, genomic evidence does not, however, prove whether it was produced as a bioweapon or as a vaccine experiment. It could be either one, according to Lyons Wheeler. In fact, if you then take that sequence and compare it to other proteins, we find that it's actually a SARS protein that was put into a coronavirus for the purpose of making the vaccine work better. That's why this element is in there, to create a more reactogenic vaccine. But here's what we need to pay attention to. If it was a vaccine experiment gone wrong, then the world is in real trouble, he's warning. Why does it matter whether, whether the origin was a Chinese vaccine experiment versus a biological weapon? As previous research has revealed, when these SARS insertions into the coronavirus are introduced into animal as part of a vaccine, they create heightened fatalities when patients are exposed to other coronavirus strains. In effect, being vaccinated with this particular strain of coronavirus causes individuals to be more easily killed by the common cold and other non-pandemic coronavirus strains that are circulating in the wild. Listen, people, if this was a botched vaccine experiment, he's saying that we were actually more susceptible to coronaviruses and just even, even things like the common cold. Matthew 24. Put that up on the screen. Verses 3 through 8. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, this is Jesus, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and, and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Deception is going to be running rampant in these time of sorrows, before the great tribulation, before the Lord comes back. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. And we shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. Right there. And then it says, and all these are the beginning of sorrows. These are things that we're all going to go through. This is not the tribulation time. This is not the, I now just throwing it out there. I actually do believe that we go through uh, a great deal of the tribulation, but that's not what we're arguing about right now. It's actually not even an issue of salvation. Whether you believe pre-trib, mid-trib or post-trib, we all agree across the board that we go through at least those first eight verses of Matthew 24, known as the time of sorrows. And there it's saying pestilence is going to happen. Pestilence, that's disease from the animals. That is what we're seeing. So whether this outbreak is another SARS scare, is another Ebola scare, is another Zika scare. It's really pointless. This thing could ultimately die out, and I pray to God it does. I don't want people to die. 
But I'm saying whether this one dies out or not, it doesn't matter because it's already written. It's already decreed in the word of God that pestilence, disease from the animals, these pandemics are going to sweep the world before Jesus comes back. And even in Revelation chapter 6, the fourth seal, the last horseman, the pale horse, pestilence in that point in time will even kill one-fourth of the world. Now is the time, listen, and I'll tell you right now that I'm not scared about any of this. I don't have any ounce of fear. I just want you to understand what is going on so that you can physically get prepared, but more importantly, spiritually. This world is a vapor, people. Never forget that. This is a vapor. That's what the word of God says. We're just here and then we're gone. We're a vapor and it's compared to eternity. We're eternal beings. The most important thing for you to know is not the updates about this virus, even though it is important. The most important thing that you know is that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That you know that your salvation is secure in Jesus. There is only one mediator between God and man, and that is Jesus Christ. Don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise. There's only one way to heaven, and that is through Jesus Christ. If you not if you have not laid down your life as a living sacrifice for him, and, do, and if you have not accepted the free gift of salvation, because you are a sinful man, you are a sinful woman, we are, we are totally depraved human beings, but God, because of the shed blood on that cross, of Calvary 2,000 years ago, if we accept that gift by grace and grace alone, he will wash all of our sins away and he will make us into new beings. He can look on us as righteous and pure and spotless. And without the blood of Jesus, we have no security of salvation. If you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, cry out to him today. And just proclaim that you're living your life different. You're going to live your life according to the word of God. That you believe Jesus Christ died on that cross for your sins and rose three days later. And because Jesus rose three days later, because he beat the grave, and because whenever you ask him to be your Lord and master, his Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you because he was raised from the dead, so will you, and you'll be raised into eternal life. That is the main thing. I'm a watchman. I want to prepare the body of Christ for the things to come, but the most important thing to come is still to come, and that is Jesus Christ himself. We love you guys. Pray about supporting this ministry. Visit us online. Uh, we do need your help, and we'll see you next week.